Say your prayers, Toidles. Live from the Technodrome in Dimension X, it's the Shredhead Pod, starring your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredder. Mutant miscreants, it is I, your master, your host, and he, with his name on the marquee, Oroku Saki, aka the Shredder. And that adorable little horn you heard was none other. All right, with the the one, the only, the actual one and only, my goddaughter, the the princess of Dimension X, little Crangula. Hi. How's it going? Good. So, um. And I, I understand you're a child, but you're going to have to do better than these these little one-word an, one answers, okay? She just nodded her head. That's much worse than a one-word answer, okay? Okay. You have to, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta chat me up, all right? All right, little Crangela, if you haven't guessed, Crangela, how do we know you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Hey, guys, we're working with kids here, so we're going to have awkward silences. Crangela is the daughter of the mayor of Dimension X. Hi. Krang, Krang is her dad. See, this is where she gets it from. I can't even... I, I can't even be mad at her because she gets it from Krang. You know how Krang, Krang trolls us every week, but now little Crangela is here to take his place. Uh, what what are we doing out here? We, we Actually, where are we, Crangela? Do you know? Alright, um, so, so what are we doing out here? Do you know? No. You have no idea why we're out here? No. Well, out here is Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, we have taken the show to the south, and it is, is, is it cool out? What do you think? No. No, what, what's it like outside? Hot. Gross, right? Hot and gross. Um, so we're going to maybe go to the aquarium later, go look over at the Coca-Cola park, that sort of thing. Um, what are you looking forward to? I don't know. You don't know, you don't know anything. Of course you don't know, you're a child. Um, so here's the, here's the skinny, guys. Um, I've already gotten permission from Krang and his uh, lovely wife, Gina, the mother of Crangela here. Uh, Gina has an opportunity. She's, uh, she's, she's interviewing for a big, big opportunity. Um, I don't know, but, and, and none of us are expecting much from it, uh, even Gina. But I, I know that Gina's a super genius, super genius. Uh, you have to be to be with Krang. Crangela here, even though she says I don't know about everything, she's she's a super genius too, right, Crangela? Yes. 
uh, how are your grades in school? Good. How good? I don't know. Jeez Louise. All right, well, well, maybe, maybe we'll talk about some things that Crangela does know about. Let's talk about the W National BA, right? I don't know. You don't... This, I'm starting to feel like you're that little girl from Sesame Street that every time Kermit was trying to say the ABCs, she said Cookie Monster. Right? Yes. Is, do you, have you ever seen that? Yes. You did? Yes. And, and, and was Kermit freaking out? Yes. Kermit actually didn't freak out. I thought he did. He freaked out on someone else. Who was that he was yelling at? Cookie Monster. He was yelling at Cookie Monster, that's right. Because, oh, yep, because those, we were watching, we've, we've been watching YouTube, guys. Uh, uh, recommendation, I guess. Uh... Cookie Monster and, and Kermit the Frog. It's a lot like this this conversation we're having right here, right now. Isn't that right, Grandula? Mm -hmm. So, what is something you can talk about in depth? You're a child, and I know children prattle on endlessly, and you mean to tell me you're just sitting here being quiet? I know that, that Cookie Monster got that, um... Well, what was in the mystery box was a cookie, and Kermit said that it was not a cookie, but it kept saying a cookie. Right, and then he said it was round. Well, the first part, Kermit asks him to guess what's in the box, and he says... A cookie. Right, and then he, was, uh, and then he said, no, it's not a cookie. And then Cookie Monster said what? He said he didn't. He said, "Oh, never mind." Then, right? He tried to walk away. Yeah. yeah. And 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 then Kermit offers him a cookie for correctly guessing what is in there. Spoiler alert: What was in there? An orange. It was round. It was something you could eat, and it was orange. And then Cookie Monster called it a cookie, and uh, Kermit freaked out. Because what what else could it be? An orange. Is there anything else round and orange? Never mind that. Can is there one word that rhymes with the word orange in the English language? Yes, but I cannot remember. No, you. Grapefruit. No, grapefruit doesn't rhyme with orange. But it's round and orange. Depending on, on, on what, you know, maybe. It's kind of like ruby reddish sometimes. Yeah, pinkish, maybe. Yeah, it's on that spectrum. Anyway, rollicking, rollicking conversation. Um, so what are you into, Crangela? What are you, what are you watching on TV these days? Uh, you know, I thought, I thought maybe you were making rocket boots or something by now, but it would, it would, what, what, what are you working on? Nothing. Nothing? When Krang was your age, he had already created a serum to make himself super strong and... What, what, what? Are you doing science class at all? No. What are they teaching you at that school? 
math. Oh boy, you're gonna you're going to use that. You're gonna use math. What else? What else are you doing over there? Coloring. Coloring. Oh boy. Well, all right, fine. I, I guess that will come in handy in the, the, the world's war. Coloring and math. Fantastic. Oh, boy. Hi-ya. Now I understand. Now I understand, Uncle Roger. I'm Uncle Saki, and you're making me say hi-ya. Have you ever seen Uncle Roger? Yes. And what do you think? Sometimes he says some things you shouldn't be shouldn't be hearing. What do you think about that? I don't know. You don't know. Come on. Come on. That's going to be the title of this episode. I don't know. There are loyal mutant miscreants who listen to this podcast and they're looking for guidance every week and all you can give them is I don't know. What do you know about? What do you know about? Come on, come on, you gotta know about something. What about your favorite cartoon? Come on, kid. Give me something. My favorite cartoon is Big City Green. Big City Green. What is Big City Greens about? The ninth episode was about Cricket's Dirt Jar. Who is Cricket? A ten-year-old boy. Okay, and... and he wants to take off what you're watching a show about a 10 year old boy wants to take off his clothes this is weird this just took a really weird turn is that the entire show who else is on there what happened something come on don't just tell me it's a cartoon about a boy wanting to get naked and then sitting being to uproar. Gonna to have to have a word with Krang. Come on. What else? What what happens on the show? Who else is in? What what are other characters? What do they do? In one episode. In one episode, um, Cricket's sister Tilly. She wanted to get a trophy, but she had to fight someone. She had to fight someone. Now we're talking. I love fighting. What kind of fighting did she do? Boxing fighting. Mm. And how did it? How did it go? Um. Spoiler alert. Um. Tilly didn't fight him, but she. She ducked and did stuff to make him run out of energy so so um he would fall down. Mm. All right, a solid tactic, I guess, if you want. I fought a guy like that, you know, and I actually lost the fight. Um, have you ever heard of Splinter? Hamato Yoshi? No. The Rat? No. Oh, boy. So... Hamato Yoshi is only my biggest rival of all time. I've, I, I, I kinda, I kinda, I kinda killed him. I know, I know it's bad. Don't stop moving around like that. You're, you're making the microphone make weird noises. How do you feel about that? Does that bum you out to know that your Uncle Saki once took a life? 
It scared me. Yeah, I know. I'm not that guy anymore, though, you know? And I know that sounds weird to try to tell a child that I, 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 I killed a guy. Keep the microphone still. That I, that I killed a guy, and then now I'm going to talk about him, right? It's kind of weird. Yes, yes, it is. All right. Um, but as a butthead adult, we do really bad things sometimes, right? And, um, now I'm spending my life trying to make up for those bad things, right? What can I do to make up for, for killing a person, right? Say sorry to God. Say sorry to God, yeah. That makes one metric ton of sense. And, um, anyway, his rat got mutated got like about this big right I tried to fight him on the top of the roof I had beaten up all of his sons and they were, they were ninja turtles have you ever heard of the ninja turtles yeah. uh, do you have a favorite ninja turtle the blue one the blue one Leonardo shout out to Leonardo he is, uh, he's very very skilled and um I almost killed him too. Right? At, at this point in time, I would like to let you know that your father, Krang, would press a button that says, bum bum ba bum Like that. Can you do that? No. Can you make some kind of noise to say that you're disappointed? Say, I don't know. Say, wah, 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 or something like that. Wah! Yeah, there you go. So anytime I say something that bums you out, I want you to make that noise, okay? Do it. Yeah, so that's going to come in real handy soon. Keep it ready. Um, I was, I was on the rooftop with all four Ninja Turtles. I was winning the fight. I have the footage. I'm not just saying that to make it sound like I'm some tough guy, right? There's actual footage of it. It exists. And as I was, just say it. Actually, in real life. Yes, yes, there is. I have, where's my phone? Actually, let's do it. You know what? We we we've talked about the fight before with the Ninja Turtles. Come on up, but hold your microphone still so as to not make all that noise. Um, I'm about to pull up yet yet again the fight with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, only I'm going to watch it with my niece. The attempted murders, um, you know, because kids gotta know, man, stuff is real out here, you know, and so I want you to keep that, again, keep that song, keep that, what what sound are you going to make? <coughs> yeah, buddy, it's, it's rough. Um, rooftop, yeah, come on. Do, 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 do. So there I am, right? I tell them first. I hit them with the. I hit them with this disc. Watch this slam. Does anybody have any idea about who or what this is? I don't know, but I'll bet I never asked to look for a can opener. <laughs> They're trying to make a mockery of me. You fight well in the old style. Oh, got him. 
still trying to roast me. The disrespect, right? But watch, I'm nice. I'm mad nice, right? There's Leonardo. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Michelangelo takes his turn. There's Casey Jones. He's gonna try to kill me later. Okay. It we we got We we got some We really didn't like each other, you feel me? Yeah. There's April O'Neil. Now I have been dog walking the turtles the whole time. Look at them. They're exhausted. Four guys against one. Now they're getting serious because they're trying to find their master. And I'm giving them the ones into I'm giving them all the work. Look at that. Bong. He tried to take my head off with that kick, but nah, I'm too smooth. Next. Leftovers. I don't like Casey Jones, but I, I do think that line was really cool. Music by John Duprez. Shout out to John Duprez. Do you like the music? That's John Duprez. I'll introduce you one day, okay? Okay. Mm, one hit a quitter. Oh, he knocked my man out with a backhand. I gotta do better with these guys in, my, in the foot class. Look at me. I'm still up there giving them the work. He cut me in the arm. Oh, all right. Dog, who was you talking to? They, I made them think that I, that I, that that he was dead too. Why? I was a bad dude. That whoop whoop womp, right there. Now make the sound. Yeah, it was wah, 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 wah for him. At that point in time, I was in total control. Fools. <clears throat> I lied to them. I told them that I was going to not kill him if they threw their weapons away, and then I was about to. Wasn't dead after all. Uh, yes, Kurokusaki. I know who you are. We met many years ago in the home of my master, Komato Yoshi. Yeah, now, back in the day, we got into it. He scratched my face up like that after I killed Komato Yoshi. He jumped on my face, he scratched it. I chopped off his ear. It is really messed up. I know. She just moved away from me, y'all. I feel... And I deserve this. I deserve this. 
Oh, yeah. wait, wait, wait. It's about to be. Wah, 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 wah. Because this, this is what made me think when you were talking about Tilly. It's all right. I'm not a killer anymore. You can stand next to me. Here I am, right? And he's trying to. Man. There I am, falling into a big old trash compactor. Man. Do it. Make the noise. Man. My helmet got crushed. Everything. So. So that's a good lesson in not being a jerk, right? Yeah. So it's just like that's what made. That's what made me think about uh, your your story, Tilly. Is what made me think about that story from so long ago. Uh, thank you for listening or watching it, actually, right? Yes. So, um, how how did you feel about that version of me? Scared. Yeah. Why? Because you almost killed someone. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and and now what do you think? Did you even know that before I told you? No. No. You had no idea? No. You didn't think I would be the type of guy to do something like that, right? Yes. Well, people can change, right? Yes. You, you, you've seen that, you know that now. I'm kind of immortal. I've done a lot of really bad stuff. So what, be, what would be one thing that you think I could do to, that would be helpful in order for me to be a better person going forward? I don't know. Do you think I'm a good uncle? Yes. Yeah. And maybe I could be I could be a better person by being kind of like the same way I am as an uncle. Yes. What's something you want to do later on today for fun? What's something you want to do with me later on for fun? Can we actually do what I say? Well, after I get back from work, or after I finish doing this, what's something you would like to do? Mm. Go to the park. Go to the park? It's one million degrees outside. It's hotter than Dimension X out there. Are you kidding me? Mm. Go to the park. Go to a water park. Mm. You see that there? One word changed everything, right? Go to the, the water. Hmm. I will. I will consider this because we still have a lot of time until your until your mother uh, does that interview, right? Yes. All right. Well, mutant miscreants. I had no idea that this would go this long. A uh, major big time shout out to my niece, Crangela. Bye. You, um, well, no, you'll have to make your other noise. Not wah, 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 but the other one we did at the... Pim, 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 pim. Yeah, there you go. And, and, uh, shout out to Krang. Stay still. Uh, shout out to Krang. Shout out to, shout out to Gina. Uh, prayers up. 
that you get the uh, the man I'm telling you guys. If this happens, we're all anyway. I'm 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 too close to this family. I love this family. Uh I guess I love you, you mutant miscreants. Either one, it doesn't matter. Bam 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 Mutant miscreants, you got a bam 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 too. Uh nothing else. All you guys can kind of look away so that we can say ninja vanish turtles what, what? ninja vanish hi uh yes lord for the rest of our days and we will praise you for the rest of our days we are back psych y'all thought we was gone but we are back one more again uh we forgot the shred commendation right Shred, well, what are we going to tell everybody what they should watch? What did we watch last night? Luck. Luck on Apple TV. Y'all, I've been shilling for Apple TV. Apple TV needs to hire me. I keep trying to put y'all up on Apple TV stuff. And uh, now, the new movie, it debuted last night. Um, as of this record, 8-5, it debuted. Uh, and we watched it. And how did you like Luck? I liked it very much. There you go, a full sentence. We got one. And what's it about? A talking cat. There's a talking cat in there. There's a there's a young lady who flushed a lucky penny down the <coughs> toilet. Flushed a lucky penny down the toilet. Very unlucky girl. Um some what what is his name? Sam Sam Green, something like that, I think. Yes. Anyway, she she uh, ages out of a, a, a girl's home. Uh, um, what do you call those? Not shelter. Uh, um, what was it on Punky Brewster? Finster Hall. It was like a foster home. Yeah, she she ages ages out of a foster home. She turns eighteen. She ages out, um, and she has to go live on her own. She has a couple of resources from the from the place, but she is hugely unlucky, right? What are some of the unlucky things that happen to her? Um, what happened? It was like what what happened with her toast? It kept what? Popping up. The the toast wouldn't go down in the toaster. Popped up, and then when she got jelly on it what happened well she put jelly on it and then the thing popped up right landed where on the wall. landed on the wall and then when she put the penny down after she got and she dropped the she, she dropped the toast where did it land on her face, on her face. then uh there was just just always she had a, like a she's it's it's as if she were cursed Basically, she's not even unlucky. It feels like she's just cursed to uh, to have. It, it's like, have you ever seen the movie Final Destination? No. No. Good. You should never see it. Okay. Yeah. Never see. But it's it's really scary because it's not even like a monster chasing people. It's just really, really bad luck, right? They say it's death, but it's just like a bunch of really, really bad, scary things that happen in the movie uh and they almost killed me that's what this reminds me of luck reminds me of that but like in a really fun way 
That does that make any sense to you? No. All right, it's fine. Um, so in this movie, it feels like she's cursed to have all the bad luck except for anything that would kill her, right? Because she keeps landing on really dangerous ways. She'll fall off of something and then get caught, right? She does it ever seem like she's ever in danger? No. No, it's just like something that really is annoying, right? Yeah. She always she just trips over something or something locks her out or she loses her keys or that sort of thing. Um and then she ends up going to a place where luck is created, like literally created, right? It was like the lucky world or whatever they wanted yeah. to call it. Um But yeah, so what what was your favorite part? And and spoilers by the way. I don't know. Oh, jeez. What's a part that you like, then? It doesn't need to be your favorite. Come on. Give me something. All right. Um, when I, she got good luck. When she got good... There you go. Thank you. When she got the lucky penny, everything turned around, and she everything was working in her favor. I think that she was a character who deserved something nice to happen to her, right? So... Yes. Yeah. Like, you don't want to see... I don't like to see characters like a, a, like good people get like bad things happen to them the whole movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of annoying for a while. You you feel for this character because I mean she's an orphan, and you know, give me the noise. She's an orphan. No, not bam bam bam. Yeah, it was really bad. And shout out to any orphan who has ever aged out and uh, figured it out or has not figured it out. You know what I mean? Shout out to you because that, that is a very bad hand to be dealt. Um, so how many stars? One, two, three, four, or five stars do you give luck? Five. Five. You can't think, well, you, you did think of your favorite part, but it, it, took, it took you that long to think of your favorite part. No, you, you're giving it five stars, though. Absolutely. Was, was, were there some cool colors in there? What did you like the most about it? Mm, that they had pink. That they had pink? Sure. All right, folks, that's it. That's our five-star review of Luck, Luck. on Apple TV. Um, something that you can you can put on and and kids will be quiet for a minute finally and well were you quiet you were talking through it a little bit right yeah you little motor mouth all right my friends that is it for the shredhead pod signing off for Crangela Bim, 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 bim. And Oroko Saki, aka the Shredder. Bim, 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 bim. We'll see you next week. Or, 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 I don't know, maybe not. I don't care. Bye, losers, you mutant miscreants. Bye.
rest of our days. Uh, oh, all right. Um, we're back with the Shredhead Pod once again. Ah, uh, y'all thought it was over, you you Cretans, you fools, you you beloved mutant miscreants. If you're still listening, God bless you, man. That's why I fucks with you. We're like, we're like a Marvel, um, uh, uh, credit scene. Only better, we actually satiate you, um, uh, and not Krang. Uh, alright, so. We, over here at the Shredhead Pod, just to explain. Yes, I have lo a lovely time with my niece, um, holding it down, uh, on the on the on the ones and two the the verbal ones and twos you know what I mean um actual. yeah listen that's called motherfucking bars nigga fucking you know nothing about that the homie Crangela <laughs> that's right bop 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 as you can hear Krang is back we uh we actually were able to steal a little time away Krang. Always my man's holding us down from ceiling to floor, whether we on point or whether we are on tour. My yeah, nigga Crying. That's called motherfucking boys. Crying had the Crying, come on, man. Crying had the Crying had the shits, you know what I'm saying? So we were able to steal away and uh record on the shredded pod what I have for y'all today. Uh it's something we promised you we would do. And thanks to, to Krang's ingenuity, um, we were able to... Krang, did you even... You even hit your intros, bro. I just... I, I want to be... I want to be respectful. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Oh! You took it back, Krang. You took it back. I remember those days. Being in a basement and... Dirty ass New York City, but not no more, baby. We out here. Nope. That's right. That's right. Anyway, man, Crank, come on. Megan wasn't even talking about the Knicks, Crank. I'm sure it's some. I, I bet it's a. Uh, some rapper at some point in life. Had to have come up with a lyric about Lakers and Fakers. I can't wait. I'm I'm going to find that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go on. That's that's what I'm going to do on our on our break. I'm going to go research Laker Faker songs. Damn, nigga. That's right. I'm dedicated. You know about you know that about me, crying. All right. Listen. Shut up. We got top ten, top ten, definitive hood movie villains list. That's right, Crying and I, we, we stayed up all night, we crunched the numbers, nigga, we was out here checking out, what? Crying, what, no, I heard the boing, nigga, you ain't gonna act like you wasn't out here, you, nope. you was crying out here fucking up, alright, man, man, you got me cussing on an episode with my, my, with my, my niece, my niece on the show. <clears throat> this is terrible. I can't. I can't send this to Gina now. She was all. Anyway. 
Damn, nigga. Yes, I brought the family into it. Let's do it. Top 10 definitive hood movie. Man, set your ass down. Crying. Hood movie villains. Top 10. All right. Um, as you know, we have we, we put out messaging. Uh, we we asked we asked you mutant miscreants, who do you have as your top 10 hood movie villains? And uh, many of you responded. So shout out to you if you did. You received nothing. But my, uh, my, my adulation, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you that's, that's all you get. <laughs> Got it. Right, you <laughs> suckers. Turned in your information for nothing. We, we appreciate you. Um, here we go. Well, so, actually, this top ten ended up becoming mathematically a top eleven, uh, just because of scoring and because of numbers, and, and it gets a little wonky around three, so whatever, man. Y'all deal with it. If you, if you don't like, if you want it to be a hard, hard number for, uh, for number ten, I don't know, fight each other about it in the streets. I, I really, I really don't Nigga, 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 You can't I'm a motherfucking nigga. I'm sure nobody does. We're all here for fun. Here we go, Crying. Number 10. Coming in at number 10. Uh, from the, the film City of God, which is just stomach-churningly powerful. Um, a shred commendation I could make. It's gonna be a lot of shred commendations in here, I assume. Um, but... City of God, man. If it's one movie out of all of these that you should see, because it's like actually amazing mind-blowingly well written and, and and it's in portuguese it's it's fire man you city of god anyway one of the one reason that city of god was so dope was because of the character lil zay lil zay did not man lil zay did not give a fuck about nothing there are people who say they don't give a fuck about things and then there's lil zay you know what I mean? Like that anyway, if you know you know. Um and, and I'm I'm just glad that he got on this list because he could have very he could have been overshadowed by the bigger names, but I'm glad that he made a he he struck out because I was gonna mention him anyway. But uh Lil Zay, uh from City of God and of course the classic The God, I'm so glad that he made this list for martial artists just trying to see who is the best his only crime was wanting to know. And of course, we're talking about Shonuff from um, uh, last, the Last Dragon. I'm out here wilding, not knowing that immediately. Jump in uh, a casket and get your dial. I mean, um, well, no, but um, the Last Dragon, Shonuff, man just wanted to know who was the best, and he would do anything it took to draw it out of Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy would have never achieved. His, his full potential had he not been sharpened by the other uh, the by the iron of Shonuff. Uh go check it out man probably like the first and only Motown movie Motown movie studio uh yeah man Timac Vanity Vanity nigga that's come on man fire go check it out she's so man she was so fine anyway Moving on to number nine. Right. Now, you can go ahead and you can abuse that button, brother. 
That's right, give me another one. We're talking about vanity here. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, you fine mom. Anyway, um... Crying. What have we done? You were an accomplice to that, Krang. You're terrible. All right. Mm. I'm going to have to pray for me. Mr. Sims at number nine, played by Clarence uh, 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 Clarence Williams. Damn it. Damn it, I hate when I... Anyway, y'all know Clarence. He was also Samson Simpson, who could have easily made this list. Spoiler alert, he does not make the list. But shout out to Samson Simpson and uh, also Clarence William III for playing Mr. Sims in Tales from the Hood with one phrase, two words, um, no, three words, with three words, he, he, if you, if you weren't, you know, a Clarence Williams III fan, by the time, you know, you saw Tales from the Hood, then certainly after you heard him utter the words, Ah, yes, the shit. Ah, yes, the shit. Right this way. Uh, guys. To the shit. That's where it came from, man. Let's get to the shits. Because that's when shit started happening in that movie. To the shit. Bro. Aha, uh -huh, a little history there. Mr. Sims, man. Uh, kind of the devil, I guess. Or a devil pastiche. Um, you know, anyway. <laughs> Enough said. Uh, number eight, Fall Force, the, the team of Stab, Zilla, and Pee-wee. Uh, these guys were just your classic, I mean, three bullies for, for kid. Like, I didn't even see them actively bully anyone else. They seemed to be fine with kid, I mean, I'm sorry, with play and, uh, with, with Bilal. They didn't even... You know, you would think the only time we see them raise a hand is at, the only time we see Stab raise a hand at play or any of their friends, chill, any of them, uh, is when they're standing next to Kid. He would punch every one of them if he could just get one knuckle onto Kid's face. That guy would talk about obsession. It was like he was his white whale or something, but he always saw the white whale, so of course it was always on and popping, but, um, yeah, I don't know, uh, Stab's obsession, kind of also enabled by Pee-wee and Zilla, until, you know, thank God they had some, some sort of moral compass, and, uh, admonished Stab for wanting to burn people, uh, in a house fire, thank God, you know, they were able to stall until the police came. Uh, anyway, that's full force coming in at number eight. Number seven, uh, from three big bullies to one big-ass, big-asser bully, Debo. Debo riding up and down the street uh, like a street shark. And, uh, well, you know. I mean, <laughs> Debo's kind of funny, and everyone's reaction to Debo is pretty funny. Uh, I guess he's kind of a looming force or whatever, but I don't know. Me, personally, you know how I get down. I'll scrap with any nigga. And so, like, a Debo kind of character, it's like saying, you know, it was supposed to be like 
Jason Voorhees, right? Like, he's just supposed to show up, or you can hear him coming. Uh, I mean, listen, everything is done for comedic effect, and I get that you have bullies in the hood, uh, but they don't stay in power for very long, because it's always somebody who don't mind bussing a nigga like that. You can scrap as great as you want, but... Hey. Jump in a casket and get your dying. Very easily leap inside of a casket and proceed to die uh, if you try to do that with certain people. And I, I'm, I would... Well, I guess that's what happened because remember, uh, in Friday, uh, Craig... I mean, not Craig. Smokey says, he don't try that with them fools around the corner. That means them fools around the corner were either willing to scrap with Debo or shoot that nigga. Uh, either way, he 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 knew he knew what to do. So that's like saying that Jason Voorhees can whoop everybody ass on Camp Crystal Lake, but if he go to like if he go down to the truck stop, somebody'll stomp his ass. You know what I mean? That don't that don't make no sense to me, bro. Like so. Uh, shout out to the fools around the corner who never took shit off Debo. And, and uh, crying. That was that was poorly timed. That was poorly timed. Rest in the most peace to Tiny Zeus Lister. Uh, damn, Crying. We're sorry. Uh, number six, who can jump in a casket and get their dyes on, and I think, well, I mean, they all do jump eventually. Jump in a casket and get your uh, is Boys in the Hood secretly, like, Romeo and Juliet? Anyway, anyway, not, anyway, <laughs> let me unpack that later, but not, not, not here, not now. Uh, Ricky's Killers, um, let's just name them all. The, uh, the, the niggas in the red car, my man. Oh, where the curl? All the guys who end up getting shot outside of the restaurant, uh, who all had a hand in the murder of, uh, Ricky. Uh, rest in peace, man. Damn, Ricky was... Ricky was gonna make it, man. Um, Ricky's killers, man. The... If you have never heard... Here's a shred commendation, and here's a rabbit hole for you to go down, my friends, if you want. You got nothing else to do, uh, or you just want to edify yourselves. It's kind of sad what happened to my man who actually pulled the trigger on Ricky. Uh, dude was, uh, he was a middle class, probably even middle, upper, upper middle. Uh, nigga wasn't hurting for nothing. He, uh, was in L.A., he wanted to act, and then, uh, he got that part. Uh, as Ricky's killer, and then really wanted to be a gangbanger, um, and and then his life takes a, a tumble all the way down to uh, a gruesome and horrible. Anyway, it's really bad, but um, you know, they, I mean, you don't see it or anything like that. You can YouTube it, look up the dude who killed Ricky. It'll come up. Um, yeah, number five. I'm sorry, number six. Uh, number five, Bishop. Bishop from The Juice, right? The Juice. That would be a horror film. A horror film should be called The Juice. We should get, we'll get the, we'll get the rights to The Juice. Yeah, Jordan Peele will really rebound from that. Um, 
I mean, I don't, I, I rebound. I mean, you know, he can, he can really, he can make a slam dunk because I think that's what everybody's waiting on, right? Everybody's waiting on something we're not going to be split down the middle on with Jordan Peele, right? Uh, j sorry, sorry, guys. Uh, I think everybody's waiting for another get out slam dunk, dipsy doo dunkaroo. Listen, nigga, do you know how hard it is to make a one get out and then have to deal with you ingrates who don't, you know, anyway, anyway. Yo, you guys know you're trash. It's fine. Uh, Bishop from Juice. Yeah, there you go. I wasted all of Bishop's time rambling. Sorry. Uh, next, splitting number four and number three with equal amounts of votes. Um, first up, the Candyman. That's right. Uh, Candyman from the... Epinimus? Is that is that how you say that, Krang? I think it's I think it is, right? When something is named for you, so like if your movie is Candyman and you're the Candyman himself. Is he Epinimus? Right? Yeah. yeah, fuck it. What if it's not? There's somebody who knows what that word who like really knows what that word means, and they are screaming at me right now. I am losing their respect. Epinimus, nigga. Anyway. Sorry, I'm working hard today. Um, yes, the Candyman. Um, horrifying. What can you say? A, a, a magical, a magical, angry black man with everything to be upset about and every right to be upset. And then, I don't know, kind of take it out on black people in Cabrini Green. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird how they got there. But, um, you know, I think we all kind of. We all kind of let it ride at the time. Uh, O-Dog from Minister Society. Listen, man, just a, gen just a, just a genuine son of a bitch, right? Like, there was nothing, like, none of us, you, none of you would like O-Dog. Think about it. If you, if you were, even if you were Kane, you would hate O-Dog. No one, no one would like O-Dog. You would fear him, sure, right? But, like, how does O-Dog genuinely have friends? Like, he's, 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 a re he's repulsive. He deserves the worst of the worst, and he isn't even 19 years old. What a truly repulsive character. Um, he killed him. Well, <laughs> killed a man for offering him. Well, whatever. <laughs> How do you sell drugs and not think someone's going to offer you fellatio? Anyway, O-Dog, just deplorable. If you're just talking about how terrible someone is, then I think he is at the number three spot. Uh, but at, num at, at the uh, number two and number one spot, we're going to talk about people who actually affect the world around them, and make it, which makes them the top two. And I think that, Milton Miscreants, you truly got this one right. Uh, I mean, other than Candyman with the ability to... Candyman could horrify anybody willing to say his name, and then he show up in the ghetto and kill people. All right, thank you. We need we need help with that. We, we need help with the murder rates there. Of black folks there, Candyman. Thank you. I should say his name five times and beat the brakes off that nigga. That, man, now that I think about it, man, fuck Candyman. Fuck Candyman. All right, number two, Alonzo Harris. 
aka Denzel Washington, Bad Denzel Washington, in training day, that nigga, Alonzo, uh, just super charming, uh, exceedingly charismatic, and super cruel, just, just a monster inside, just a, just a bad man, it's, er like, early on we learn that Alonzo is pretty trash, right, like, it doesn't make any quips or qualms, like, he's a dickhead, the, the, the nicest he was, was when they were sitting at the table in the beginning of the film, and he asks him to tell him a story, and he, he asks Ethan Hawke to tell him a story, and he was shitty toward him the whole time he was telling the story, and this was the nicest he was to Hoyt, there he is, Hoyt, for the rest of the film. Every second that he knew Hoyt, he was treating him worse and worse than the last. It's incredible. Like, how do you just... Everything you do, just in, increasingly worse. Exponentially worse. Then, oh, man. Nope. Man, man, that nigga Denzel did a hell of a job of making us kind of like that guy, too, though. Uh, but Alonzo Harris... Got what he deserved. Probably should have been brought back to life so that he could get it again because that guy was a dickhead. Um, Lonzo. Jump in a casket and get your dial. Yeah. But he, man, he got riddled, riddled with bullets. And it wasn't like, you know, he still did the, like, the, the shaky shit, right? But Denzel somehow made it classy. Like when you watch, um, King of New York, right? And, and the way that the people were uh, illustrating being shot, it was funny. It was it was actually funny. Uh, but when Denzel caught it, you, you, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, that is how that works. That That's what made me think you look like that when you get riddled with bullets. So shout out to Denzel and his superior acting for taking a stupid thing uh, that made me laugh and um, actually made me a little, well... Now I was I still kind of laughed because Lonzo sucked. Jump in a casket and yeah. get your All right, guys, you know who's number one, man. You know who's the number one hood movie villain of all time. Crying. Nigga, 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 hey. nigga, nigga, nigga. Hey. Cause I'm a motherfucking hey. nigga. Well, maybe not that inward, but the inward. Nino Brown was like Ash in the mouths of niggas who just wanted to live in peace and harmony, or just at least, you know, be able to go up and down the street without seeing crack vials. Uh, that man, he, I think the only person who affected their environment more negatively than Nino Brown is Scar from The Lion King. Like, that Nick bro, Scar was garbage. Scar was garbage, right? It's like, man, how you make how you make the sun go away? But Nino Brown, Nino Brown got real close to making uh, New Jack City uh, into Pride Rock at its worst. Uh, all the crack files that were in the streets as the children were trying, and it's really a ham-fisted point that the movie was making, but. If you 
have never lived in the hood. Uh, some of that shit, man. It was a little, it was a slight exaggeration with the crack vials in the street, but it, I mean slight, right? Like slight. And then whatever that old corny ass, we say yes to our, whatever that little prayer they had them kids saying in New Jack City while they was finding all the crack vials, all that, that was the worst part because we don't say no, we didn't say no dumb shit like that, man. Like all the, the dare program and all that. Like when I was teaching, we didn't make them kids saying we had real nigga kids. So, you know, I don't know, man. We, we was teaching our kids to knuckle up. It was the school of hard knocks. You got these soft-ass kids out here sitting knee-deep in crack vials and flood water. Jesus Christ. <laughs> movie was... Man, set your ass That movie down. was bleak, Crying. <laughs> Crying loves New Jack City, and I just... I keep talking about how terrible... Like it was, New Jack City was a goddamn cesspool. And I, I'm just saying, like, between... I mean... By just being like a horrible person o-dog really does i i really thought you know like for, for me when i was reading when i when i was taking the vote tallying the votes i should say um i saw o-dog starting to rise up the ranks and i was like man o-dog didn't even, he he's just a street hood but no now that i think about it just like as bad of a person as he was man like I mean, all these other guys like Lil Zay. Lil Zay was probably worse, but again, y'all don't y'all don't know about him like that. Um, Debo should probably be lower. Mr. Sims, I mean, it's the goddamn devil. Whatever. All right. Um, Ricky's killers are probably right where they should be. Bishop is probably where he should be. Candyman, move Candyman up to the to the top. He's a garbage sellout ass. Anyway, man, Krang, we done gave these cats damn near 20 minutes of content, and I'm not sure if they appreciated it, but Milton Miscreants, you get what you get, you do not get upset, Ninja, vanish. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?